Yeah, it had been some some time since I I watched this movie. Um, yeah, I think I rewatched it like uh, a couple, maybe three months ago. I just randomly wanted to watch it. Like we were just discussing, I I've seen Rush Hour two an absurd amount of times. Yeah, which is crazy to me because like. I mean, I said, I said, fucking, uh, I've seen it. I think I've seen it maybe twice, maybe like three times. But it was around the time when, when it, when that movie came out. I might have rented it afterwards. I know I saw it in the theater once because mm-hmm. I was a huge. The first rush, I was a huge fan. Oh yeah, um, but for uh, sure. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's get into this then. Let's. Uh, Let's play it again, man. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're going to need a bigger boat. Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Steven. What's up? It's Jason. And uh, we are here going to do Rush Hour from September 18th, 1998, uh, starring Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Movie had a budget of $35 million, and it made $244.4 million. Is that worldwide? or? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, no, that's just U.S. Oh, fuck. That's just U.S. Um, um, the China market for oh, Jackie Chan. I can imagine. Is insane. Uh, yeah. Uh, probably may. I don't, I don't know. I don't have those numbers in front of me. But, yeah, it's just, just huge. And you could totally, watching it today, um, you just forget very quickly, like, the lightning in the bottle situation that they had with Jackie Chan and, yeah. and Chris Tucker. And it's. Such a well-produced uh, movie, like the how everything just came together and the product they got out of it. It's it's such a product of its time and mm-hmm. just it's it's fantastic. It's a really really fun movie. But um, let's start at the beginning, like we always do, and talk about when we first saw this movie. I think I saw this movie in the theater. I want to say um, probably with my dad. Uh, he was a big Jackie Chan fan. Oh really? Yeah, and. We were we were fans of his too mm-hmm. before we watched this. Yeah, like yeah, I had already seen Rubble in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, Super Cop, uh, uh, Mr. Nice Mr. Guy. Mr. Nice Guy. Um, who am I? I don't think I had seen Who Am I, but I remember those three. Yeah, um, definitely watched those three a lot. And then this was his big break. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe kind of like uh, something close to Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. Yeah, like I would, I would, I would say so. Classics before, yeah, but this the American the, the market, Ameri- the American market, really this is where it hit for him for sure. Yeah, because so. after after this, Jackie Chan does Shanghai Noon, oh. just a bunch of other movies. Uh, there's a uh, the Tuxedo, which is a strange mm. movie. Yeah, there's a movie where he's like, we started watching it. He's like a fuck. He's like taking care of like a family or something we started watching and we're like dude i don't know if we can get into this i can't remember we'll, we'll when we look at the cast i'm pretty okay. sure i'll see it but 
Uh, yeah. So, um, and then afterwards, after seeing it in the theater, like, how did it? Was it something that you bought or you rented um, all the time or watched on we cable? Probably, we probably rented and watched it on cable. I mean, everyone in my family knows this movie. Like, yeah. yeah. Super, super I well. I feel like, like anybody our age would have known. Because, I mean, going to school and yeah. repeating the lines and everything. Like, it yeah. was just. My cousins all know this movie. Yeah, especially yeah. my cousin Patrick. Well, actually both of them. My cousin Patrick and Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, we we would quote this movie. We still quote this movie all yeah, the time. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it was just like a family thing, and and it's just man, you didn't think Chris Tucker could get any funnier, yeah, yeah, than Friday, than Friday, yeah, but, but he, he definitely he did. He kept going. Yeah. He does this. Uh, he he does Friday, the Fifth Element, and then he does this, yeah. and it's just oh, and Money Talks, Money Talks, Money is Talks, insane, is insanely Oops, good. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, it's 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 amazing, yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah, so for me, I know for a fact, I saw this movie in the theater, we went to go see it, and I was just, like you, I'd seen I'd seen Rumble in the Bronx and uh, Mr. Nice Guy. I don't think I had seen Super Cop yet, but uh, obviously being a little boy, fucking martial arts movies, you're just like, oh, so cool, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But even those movies, they're not made for the American audience, so there's yeah. like... When there's not action going on, I'm kind of like, oh, this is kind of strange. I don't really get this or whatever. But I enjoyed Jackie Chan immensely. I was like, oh, yeah. he's so fucking cool. And it, like, he just his stunt team and hit like. No one's ever seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, because he, he's not like Bruce Lee where it's like serious martial arts. No. It's, obviously, it's martial arts, but it's co- it's comedy mixed oh, yeah. with martial arts. And it works so well. It's it's just really, really good. It um, works with the medium so well. Um but so I was I was a fan of his, and then obviously, like we just said, Chris Tucker, Friday, and and uh, the, fifth, the Fifth Element, Money Talks, anything that he was in, I was just so excited oh, yeah. for. So then, when you get like, a, even remember seeing the trailer, it's like, oh, the East and the West <laughs> are meeting, like all that shit. And you see Chris Tucker, and you see Jackie Chan, you're just like, oh, I couldn't wait to yeah. see this movie. And then you see it, and it. Obviously, like we were saying, or I was saying downstairs, you couldn't really make this movie today. Um, there's, there's a, there's just a lot of yeah. Uh, I was get, when I when we were watching, I was like, oh, there's a lot of racist undertones in this movie, but I was like, they're not undertones at all. No, it's like it's up. right out in the yeah. open. Um, but yeah, you watch this movie and it's just Chris Tucker's hilarious, and I I can't really think. I've tried to think of a better like chemistry dynamic on screen better than jackie chan and, and so chris good. tucker it's just it it just works so well but yeah so seen seen the movie absolutely loved it i was telling you this was something um i had a vhs of it when it cause we got it when it came out and then most of the vhs's i had unless i bought them later on in life i didn't buy them on dvd or blu-ray so yeah. i had this vhs and i ran it into the ground and then it just i don't know what happened to all my vhs uh tapes they're all gone um it's but like the mayans they just disappeared. yeah no they're just fucking sitting somewhere waiting to be di- rediscovered um but yeah that uh it's just crazy i watched that vhs so many times you quote quote the movie mm-hmm. and couldn't wait for the sequel saw that one liked it uh i never want to go see rush hour three but that's besides the point yeah um but uh yeah that's uh where we first were when we when we saw this movie i have a theory actually on because you were talking about uh their chemistry yeah is, is so good and they complement each other a lot and it's just two two people that you wouldn't expect to 
you see together yeah, on the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have a theory on where this idea came from. Now, it's it could be one of these two. I, I lean with the with the second one. The okay. first one would be, you know, in the seventies, eighties, like black culture was enamored by yeah, yeah, martial by, arts. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. That's no that's no Kung Fu movies and everything. Yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. I mean everybody was. But specifically like yeah. like black neighborhoods, like, you know, you started seeing like that being shown in those movies. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. Movies like The Last Dragon and yeah, like yeah. even though it's a comedy, but you start seeing those things like cross pollinate and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that could either be like a, a thing that they thought like, okay, let's get like this would work. Let's bring them together. Yeah. But I don't really think that's the idea. What I'm sold on is in Police Academy Three. <laughs> is that why you brought yeah. that movie up earlier? But I wanted to save that until right now. Okay, okay. So I have a theory that Police Academy Three, I believe, um, with Michael Winslow, who's the dude who makes all the sounds. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Motor mouth. That guy. And then Brian Tochi. Um, he's he's like the new recruit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a scene where they're fighting these dudes in like this like barn, but like okay. for boats. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they're walking around and then there's like Asian kind of, you know, music mm-hmm. going on and then they're walking, they're walking. And then all these like bad guys jump out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Kind of like they're like ninjas or something. And they beat the shit out of all of them. And at the end they do the same handshake. Yeah. Like where they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kind of thing at the end. Uh-huh. And then they walk off the screen. So you're thinking somebody saw that saw scene that. and they're like, let's make a make, whole movie yeah. out of that. That works. Yeah. That works. And that came out in 1984. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's possible. Way sure. before, yeah. Damn, Police Academy 3 came out in 1984? I, I believe so. Not the first one? Hold on. Oh, sorry, 86. Okay. Even still, that's still pretty early yeah. for part three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought those movies were not as old as that, but yeah. Um, that's an interesting theory. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it's because I feel like uh, many a movie are somebody sitting there and they, they look at something, a, yeah. a small piece of something. They're like, I want to explore both. this. Yeah. I, want, I want this to go even further. That might be the case. Might not. And, I don't and know. they're both cops. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The way they meet is obviously much different, mm-hmm. but they're both and just cops. the concept. Just the concept alone of just the one scene. Yeah, like I can see how that might spark yeah. a whole movie. Um, so yeah, let's let's hop into the cast here. Uh, obviously, we got to talk. We've talked about Chris Tucker before, uh, Fifth Element podcast. Uh, we got to talk about Jackie Chan. Like we said, Rumble in the Bronx was a big one for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I? All just great uh, police story, um, like all just great movies. Drunken Master, oh, yeah. uh, the original one and the remake and stuff like that. Uh, he's just Jackie Chan's just got such an incredible, infectious personality. You could tell he's just having the most fun while he's doing stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it's just it's great. Uh, he also had a, a cartoon on the wb when we were growing up i never watched it but uh i know a couple people who like this one. Oh, the spy next door that's the movie that i was thinking about that movie came oh. out in 2010 we 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 started watching it and we're like i don't know if we could get into this um but yeah that's 2010 before that he like we said he jumps into the american market and he does like shanghai he does two shanghai noon movies with owen wilson um 
How do you feel about those movies? I love both of them. Oh uh, yeah, so, so do I. I. I like both of them. Uh, they're they're really fun movies. Uh, but yeah, Jackie Chan just fucking awesome. And then he did like a bunch. Like, he's in uh, does a voice in uh, Kung Fu Panda, I believe. Okay. Yeah, does one of the voices in there, and then also he uh, is in the remake of Karate Kid in 2010. Um, and we watched a movie that was like slated as a Jackie Chan movie, but it's actually more about Pierce Brosnan than anything. Uh, it's called The Foreigner from 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't terrible, but like I said, it was more about Pierce Brosnan's character than it was about Jackie Chan's. And I was like, uh, I need more Jackie in this movie for sure. But yeah, uh, Jackie Chan, an amazing actor. He's he's great. Uh, but like we said. The other half of this movie is Chris Tucker, and oh, yeah. obviously we know him from such great movies as Money Talks, like we said, 90, 97, Dead Presidents, 95, Friday, 95, 97. Uh, he also does The Fifth Element, just such a huge 90s for him, becomes a huge star. This movie is 1998, and he does the sequel to this in 2001 with Jackie Chan, and then the sequel to that one in 2007. He also shows up in movies like Silver Linings Playbook, which is uh, one of my favorites, Works with Quentin Tarantino one time, 1997, uh, Jackie Brown. 97 was a big year for him. Uh, he's in oh, How, yeah, House, Party, House Party 3. Uh, House Party 3. He's in that movie. Um, and, yeah, Chris Tucker, fucking great. Great in this movie. What, what's he up to now? Uh, I don't know. Not much, huh? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, Elizabeth Pena, who sadly passed away um, in 2014. Um, she plays Johnson in this movie. Uh, I know one movie that she's in that we love both. Oh, yeah. uh, La Bamba. Yep. Great movie. That was 1987. She's in Jacob's Ladder, 1990. Another great one. Uh, yeah. Fucking crazy ass movie. Bunch of other movies that I haven't seen. Blue Steel. <laughs> Down and Out in Beverly Hills, which I have seen. It's a great movie. Um, Tortilla Soup. I don't even remember her in Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Must be a small part. But, uh, yeah, Batteries Not Included, which is another fun little sci-fi movie from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she's great in this movie. I love her little uh, her little back and forth that she has with Chris Tucker whenever he's being inappropriate with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just really good at snapping back on him, at him. Um, but, yeah, uh, she's great in this movie. Plays Johnson and... Uh, yeah, she's she's awesome. Um, few other people. Tom Wilkinson, who plays Jun Tao. Uh, terrific actor. He's in mm-hmm. some of my favorite movies of all time. This one, fucking great. Uh, also in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in 2004. Um, he plays a villain, uh, Falcone, in Batman Begins in 2005. Michael Clayton, 2007. That was a great movie. Yeah. Um He's just—he's really, really good in practically anything that he's in. Yeah. Uh, a lot of great movies. He plays uh, Cornwallis in The Patriot with Mel Gibson oh, in oh, 2000. Right. Uh, a movie that uh, I really liked a lot back in the day, and now uh, it's kind of ridiculous, but it's still pretty fun. Yeah, I still like pretty it. fun. Um, the Green Hornet, 2011, with Seth Rogen. He's—he's he's in a bunch of shit, and in this movie, he plays typical evil bad bad guy and uh, does a good job at at doing it um apart from that we got ken Leung, lung lung ken lung i'm gonna butcher all these names he plays uh 
Sang in this movie. I've seen him in other stuff. I believe uh, he's in uh, he's in this. He's in uh, Inside Man, Red Dragon. I remember him in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other movie that I remember him for, uh, he's a very small part in it, but X-Men, The Last Stand. He's a dude that really has the shittiest mutant power you could ever have. Which is? Just spikes come out of his body. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, he has to hug somebody to kill them. <laughs> and it's just like, that's a pretty lame-ass power. Also, we got uh, Philip Baker Hall, which we've talked about on Boogie Nights. Um, he's in this. He's also in, uh, like I said, Boogie Nights really quick. He's in Magnolia. He passed away recently as well. He was on Seinfeld. Mm. Talented Mr. Ripley. Just a bunch of great movies. Uh, Bruce Almighty. bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Midnight Run. We talked about him on Midnight mm-hmm. Run the first time, I think. Um, and then also we got Clifton Powell Thank who plays you. Luke. Uh, I love Clifton Powell. Couldn't he's, do him like that. He's uh, fucking. He's fucking great. Um, <laughs> P- Pinky. Yep. The all time classic for him. Uh, he started alongside Jamie Fox and Ray, two thousand four. Um, I love him in Menace to Society. Chauncey, what I said. Yeah, yeah, dude, so good. <laughs> uh, you said you. Uh, you said nude. I don't get out of bed before one thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that, dude. So good. Uh, he's also in Dead Presidents. Yeah, uh, such a piece of shit in that oh, movie. Oh, the worst. Uh, so good. Um, the staircase scene. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's such an asshole in that um, movie. Um, he plays such a good like bad guy for sure. Um, what was it gonna? Oh, um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. He plays Big Smoke, like the main antagonist in the video game. Uh, yeah, uh, he's 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 great in that in that uh, movie or in that game. Um, just been in a lot of stuff. I I love whenever he shows up. Uh, Phantoms from 1998. He's also in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's he's got a great voice and just like a great stare down like face. He's just he's just great. Uh, love Clifton Powell. And then when our our boy, uh, nice guy Eddie, Chris Penn, shows Mm. up in this one, we talked about him on the Reservoir Dogs cast, but for those of you who aren't familiar, he's in movies like Footloose, like I said, Reservoir Dogs, Beethoven's Second, Corky Romano, um, Murder by Numbers, a bunch of movies from around the 90s. Sadly, he passed away as well. A lot of people in this movie no longer with us, which which sucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and yeah, there's a few other people I want to shout out here. Like I said, I'm going to butcher these names. Zima, who plays um, Ambassador Han, uh, he's in a but he's a really famous Chinese actor. He's been in a lot of fucking movies as well. Okay, um, he was the father recently in the Mulan live adaptation. He's in Arrival, uh, Rapid Fire with Brandon Lee. Um, just mm. just a bunch of stuff. I just had to shout him out, um, even though he doesn't have that big of a role in the movie. I think it's cool you mentioned rapid fire. That's that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> also, uh, people know that one. I mentioned this earlier. Mark Ralston. He's a that guy. Oh, yeah, and matter of sure. fact, he is. Uh, he's in the documentary called "The Guy Who Was in That Thing" about that guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in so much shit. He plays. Uh, he plays one of the FBI detectives. Shawshank Redemption. Um, Oh, Scorcher, God, yeah. Lethal Lethal Weapon 2, this movie, Hard Rain, which I saw for the first time not that long ago, Dude, a- a- Aliens, 
uh, Eraser, Departed, The Departed. Yeah, he's he's in he's in so many things, and he's just he's got all those RoboCop two, got all those roles, very small roles. Uh, got a really like memorable face too. Yeah. You're just like I've seen that guy somewhere before. Um, yeah, he's he's one of those dudes. Um, only other dude that I want to shout out. Oh, Rex, uh, Rex Lynn. He plays the other agent, like his kind of, uh, the other dude's like counterpart. He's in a bunch of shit as well. Breakdown with, uh, Kurt Russell in 97, Cliffhanger 1993. He's on a great episode of Third Rock from the Sun that I love, uh, where he's, uh, sexually harassing one of the people. A Clear and Present Danger, um, Blast from the Past, with Brendan Fraser, bunch of movies. Just uh, the Postman with your boy. Oh yeah, uh, Kevin Costner. What's up, baby? <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much the cast, uh, thick and thin of the cast. There, we can get on to the actual movie. Can't you mentioned uh, Breakdown. I would love to do that one. Really, Breakdown? Yeah. I was doing before we started the podcast. Um, before I asked you, I was trying to come up with like concepts of like to make a movie uh, podcast interesting. Mm-hmm. And I played around with the idea of like watching a either a direct a director would probably be easier because there's way less movies, but watching like a director or an actor's like catalog of movies, like their entire one, and then do an episode just on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like that because when I was thinking about actors, I was like that's way too many movies because I was like oh maybe I'll do it on Kurt Russell, and I started looking at all the movies he's in. And I was like dude that's way too much. But I came across Breakdown because I remember I used to see it at Blockbuster all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was on Amazon. And I had kept on seeing it. And I was like, fuck it. I love anything with Kurt Russell in it. I'm going to fucking watch it. Watched it. And I was like, huh. This is like. It's such a piece of 90s nostalgia because I didn't see it then. Yeah. And it's just so of its time. It's not a great movie. No. no. But it's not bad in any way at all. It's I, just, I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just. Um, it was just. Uh, it's like a 90s a cool little 90s movie it's a little 90s thriller it was uh well yeah anyway that's the cast um let's jump into that i don't have movie. any fluids in my body anymore sorry <laughs> see there's no blood in your brain no you shat i it, shat it all shit out. everything out <laughs> i took probiotics yeah jason Christ. jason we were watching rush hour and he took five or six shits yeah. while we were downstairs and one while we we're doing the podcast and it's insane he looks pretty pale um let's uh let's jump into the movie uh the movie starts off in hong kong Uh um so we get you know jackie chan doing his thing busting the juntao um and then he goes uh to go tell consular han and then he meets with su young and you see their relationship and like how nice and sweet it is and everything and then it immediately cuts to Los Angeles, and it's just fucking Chris Tucker talking shit and being Chris Tucker the way he is, cutting through traffic to get to the little deal that he has going uh, with uh, Chris Penn. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's uh, it's a night whenever whenever you could starkly contrast something from one cut to another, I think is always like if there's silence, a loud noise afterwards or yeah. stuff like that. And I think that opening scene kind of just does that really well. And, uh, yeah, that, that first scene, uh, such a product of the nineties where it's like, Oh, cops will just fire into like, like now movies are like, Oh, you know, they can't really do that. Um, but it's just like happy go lucky cop shootout. 
the car explodes and he's like dancing in the street and everything. It's just typical nineties, uh, like a, like a lethal weapon type opening, but they're like really like pushing it like comedic wise. Like, whereas oh, yeah, yeah, another movie, sure. the, the same explosion would happen, but they'd just be like, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And walk away. But he does his like little yeah. Michael Jackson kick and everything. Yeah. yeah. Fucking great. Um, what, what do you think about, Oh, that's what that's what I I just noticed right now. What? Or I just remembered the Eddie Murphy, Axel Foley. Oh yeah, definitely. When you when you influence call, when you called it out, I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. kind of exactly what he's doing. He's doing yeah. like the little shakedown, uh, speaking so fast so that they don't they yeah. they, they can't interrupt him, <laughs> yeah. and he'll just emphasize it with like an exclamation at the end, so they have to just do whatever he says. Right. It's, it's he's totally channeling Axel Foley for sure, yeah. without a doubt. And I never noticed that before, and I had seen yeah, neither had I the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Well, particularly part two. It's the best one. Yeah. Um, I don't care what anyone says. Um, <laughs> I never noticed it before until until today, actually. Yeah, it's it was good. I I enjoyed it uh, when you said it. It was a good call out. Um, after after the whole scene with Carter and Chris Penn and the car blowing up and everything, which how crazy Chris Penn, uh, like bolts out of there all gnarly and then. <laughs> What homeboy's shooting at him, uh, fucking Chris Tucker's shooting at him. He's like, I got C4 in the truck. And then fucking jumps out of the car, rolls, and then the car just explodes like yeah. all gnarly. Just, I don't know. It's, I'm telling you, this movie is just such a product of the 90s. And it was such a big hit when it came out. Like, you know, I, to the point where it's like movies that I think about that I saw. That came out years before I was born. Yeah. I was like, oh, I really like these movies and I could tell why people like them, but I wonder what it just must have been like to be there when these when that movie came out. And this movie definitely it just was it was everywhere. Everybody was quoting it. Everybody was it was just huge. Yeah. Huge. Oh, yeah. Um but yeah, what a what a fun little opening. And then I think right after that we go into the Mariah um lip syncing part. Yeah. Which is obviously adorable. And yeah. then it's it's funny the two guards in the in the front seat are just fucking uh, rolling their eyes. Oh, they, like, it's only because of the paycheck. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, we get the the roll credits uh, fucking uh, little thing. What's wrong, officer? Oh, it's nothing wrong. Just rush hour. Do you, do you appreciate a good work in of the title of the title i do i do i yeah. really do, or, or do you, I, I, I sometimes like, you're like ah i like i, I know. no s- sometimes it, it feels forced when it feels natural it's good i like when movies make fun of it like or the first one that comes to mind is hot tub time machine ah cuz he's like it's it's like some sort of hot tub time machine and he looks at the camera <laughs> uh yeah but yeah when it's done well it's it's good um Sometimes it's kind of just thrown out there, like not even forced, but just kind of backhandedly thrown, and it seems really noticeable. Um, but I do appreciate a good one. I like also that classic angry captain when he comes in and he's like bullshitting him about like how good of a job he did and everything like that. It's kind of like a little flip on the head because he's giving him shit at first, like classic then, angry police captain, yeah. and then he he kind of starts telling him he's doing a good job and everything. Have we ever had a, a nice captain? Uh, even keeled captain oh fucking uh michael keaton 
Oh yeah. The, uh, yeah, the other yeah. guys. Dang, good call. <laughs> it's perfect. Good call. Yeah. I feel like they did that specifically yeah. uh because of that. He works at Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> yeah, he can't be angry. No, no. He he can complain. Yeah. But he's not chewing everyone's but who, head off. But who would listen? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, just just that's that's a good one. But yeah, that's that scene's really really fun. What 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 did you write down there? You got some notes there. What what what's on your paper? Uh well, after that is basically we get G14 classified, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I, I said I'm going to bring that back, but like, oh, I can't tell. It's G4, G14 classified. I think this is definitely one of the most iconic scenes. It's in the trailer. When they meet. Everybody's laughing. And it, it's it's great when you watch a trailer. Because I remember seeing this trailer in theaters. You yeah. watch a trailer and people are laughing oh, at yeah. the trailer. Yeah. That's when you know you got gold. For sure. Um, but yeah, when they meet. Uh, when Jackie Chan gets off the plane... And Chris Tucker walks up to him, and right away, it's... Please tell me you speak English. I'm Detective Carter. Do you speak any English? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I cannot believe this shit. First, I get a bullshit assignment. Now, Mr. Ricerone... Don't even speak American. It's very racist. Everything, everything about this movie is extremely yeah, racist. Yeah. But it it works. It works as a movie. You know, you have these two people from different worlds, and they're both like assuming either one's stupid because this one doesn't speak English or this, this one talks like, too much. Yeah, talks too much, and everything like that. It works. The dynamic works. Um, yeah, it it just right out the gate, absolutely yeah. fucking hilarious. Jackie Chan's playing it up like you don't. Like he doesn't know how to speak English, and uh, it, it's it's just funny. <laughs> we, I know we were laughing at the riceroni. Oh my god, uh, the riceroni. I dig. forgot about I, that. I forgot about it. So when I heard it, I yeah. was like, "Oh fuck!" Like that's Rice-a-roni. such a such a dig. But yeah, man, just it's good. I I can't I can't I can't hate the game. It's it's just good. Um, I know we we also pointed out the fact that they're driving all over Los Angeles, out of an airport, yeah, uh, across town, like to several different locations, and it all seems to happen in the span of like forty five minutes. They never which, hit traffic once. Yeah, if you if you are not from Los Angeles, to go, I I drove. Well, just put in perspective, I drove Uber for plenty of years. So did Jason. Uh, to go, if I got a ride for about a mile and a half, that could easily take you between 15 mm-hmm. to 45 minutes to go a mile and a half in Los Angeles traffic. So, yeah, just put that in perspective. But in this movie, seemingly no traffic anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there was probably less people back then, but still. Um, yeah, that's, it I was mean, still, still going to take. No, that's, LA's traffic's been LA traffic forever. Yeah. And then obviously um, the car ride uh, is iconic as well. Um, don't ever touch a black man's radio. Yeah. Beach Boys, all that good stuff. Great it, American music. Yeah. Is it bad if I do the accent? I don't know. I think so. I think. I think. You know what? I think. Oh, this is what they talked about because, on, because, on because Tiger I was. Belly. I was. I was thinking. Yeah. No. I was thinking about this because obviously, if I try to do a Chris Tucker impersonation. I'm just doing Chris Tucker. I'm not like I'm not uh, like stereotyping all black people. No. And if you do a Jackie Chan impersonation, you're not 
stereotyping no. all you're literally saying Reciting what, what he's lines. saying yeah. how he says yeah, it. exactly you know so it's not i think we're in a little bit of the clear on that one if if we slip up here and there but yeah yeah because obviously it they both have their way of speaking that is not the way that we speak are you yeah. good you gotta go again we could pause christ dude all right um hold Asshole on Asshole hurts yeah, uh, yeah so <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So like I said, the car ride, the the never touch a black man's radio. It's all all, all that stuff's really good. Um, never touch anybody's radio. That's true. Yeah. If you get in like, the car, I would, dude. Uber. Did you ever have anybody oh, yeah. reach from the back seat to yeah. try and change yeah. your radio? Yep. That shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember somebody did that one time, and I was like, what are you doing? And they're like, I can't do that. I'm like, you can ask if you can do that, and maybe I would have let you, but not anymore. Yeah. They're like, you're really going to be like that? I'm like, yeah. This is my car. Like, yeah. chill the fuck out. But yeah, never touch black man's radio. Never touch anybody's radio. No. That's what we're saying. Nope. Um, no can do. Uh, we mentioned the traffic. Next next scene, big scene that comes up is when he goes to see Clifton Powell, mm-hmm. his cousin. Um obviously they're walking in and Chris Tucker's greeting everybody how he greets them and Jackie Chan hears that so when they he puts on the big front in front of Clifton Powell and they throw Jackie Chan out of the room Jackie Chan just repeats what he heard guy asks him what did you say and he repeats it again Mm -hmm. and then that starts the first great little kung fu battle in the movie and it's and classic I don't want no trouble yeah everything yeah, yeah yeah Classic Jackie. Classic Jackie. Meanwhile, uh <laughs> fucking uh I love I love uh Chris Tucker giving Clifton Powell shit. Mm-hmm. Uh and love the like just the references at Bootsy. Just oh, the yeah. most endearing, like you could tell she oh, must yeah. be just a sweet lady. Why yeah. you gotta, why you why gotta bring it at Bootsy into this? Just so good. Uh all that stuff's really fun. I what, what I noticed was uh, oh, before we get past that, it, uh, when he's walking inside and he's like, it's weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just a cigarette. Man, this is a sick of weed. Uh, you got prescription? You better have glaucoma. I, I do. do. <laughs> dude, how high does that guy look? Oh, dude. dude. So stoned. And then he still tries to reach for it. <laughs> yeah, Chris puts it in his pocket. <laughs> so good. Uh, but yeah, that guy's just sitting there while Jackie Chan's beating the shit out of yeah. everybody. Um, when they leave the room or when they leave that bar, they like obviously all the dudes out there have to just barely be like getting up and everything. They never make any mention to the fact that Chris Tucker like knows or doesn't know that Jackie Chan just beat the shit out of this right. whole room. Yeah, of people. that's true. It cut, they, they walk out of the back out of the back room and it just cuts to the next scene. They must have filmed the scene where he's I, that's like, what, damn, that's Jackie. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or damn, damn, Lee. Yeah, I, for sure. He yeah. might have might have said Jackie. Yeah. He doesn't in the bloopers. <laughs> Jackie. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm pretty. I was thinking the same thing. They mm-hmm. probably filmed a reaction shot, and then they're just like, ah, oh, we, we could just yeah. cut it, something like that. Um, but yeah, I noticed that this time around. Uh, <laughs> oh, the line, uh, MC Hammer Daddy, put it, oh, put yeah. the gun down. <laughs> they show the guy. I fucking love that part. I wrote, I wrote that down because I don't uh, want to forget it. Um. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, so after that, uh, that's when, like I said, when we were watching it, he tell he really wants to go to the consulate, Jackie Chan, and 
Um, Chris Tucker's telling me he's hungry, so he's like, "I promise, after I get our food, we eat. We'll take you. I'll take you to the consulate." Blah blah. And Jackie Chan seems like he believes him. Yeah. And I said, like, because right after he handcuffs him to the car, mm-hmm. trying to be a big shot, and then goes inside and gets his food. And we know Jackie when he comes back, the steering wheel's gone. Jackie Chan left. Um, I was like, I'm pretty sure if he would have just not handcuffed him to the car, yeah. he would have still waited for him. Yeah, you make you make him feel like like trapped. And this dude's on a mission. Yeah. Yeah, he would have just been chilling, like, all right, like, wait for this guy. I'll wait for him. Take, yeah. And then I'll make him take he me to the... He thinks he's an honorable man. Yeah. He's going to take me to the yep. fucking... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's it's a conundrum. But yeah, Jackie Chan goes to the consulate, uh, consulate's house, and then um, he's there, beats the shit out of a bunch of FBI mm-hmm. agents, and then they finally figure out... Um, Figure out that he's he's supposed to be there, or that's the guy that they've been waiting for the whole time. Chris Tucker shows up mm-hmm. afterwards, uh, have to explain everything, and then he's who the fuck is he gonna call? Oh, he's gonna call his captain, and then the phone rings, oh, yeah. and then that's when we get the other iconic scene. Like that that scene was in the trailer as well. Yeah, when the G fourteen be coming around. Uh, who's this? Hello. Am I speaking with FBI? Give me the phone. The FBI. Yeah, this is the FBI. Carter. You are FBI. Yeah, this is the FBI. If you want the girl back alive, listen and do not talk. Okay, I'm listening. Let me get a pen. All right, cool. The drop will be made tonight, 11 p.m. The amount will be $50 million. $50 million? And who do you think you kidnapped, Chelsea Clinton? Keep him talking. In used currency, nothing bigger than a 50. All right, right, all right, cool, cool, cool. $50 million, no problem, no problem. I want $20 million in 50. $20 million in 50. 20 million in 20. 20 million in 20s. And 10 million in 10. And 10 million in 10s. You want any fives with that? What is your name? What's your name, man? You called us. Why you want to know my name? I just want to be able to tell the consul who is responsible for his daughter's death because he talked too much. All right, look, man. All right, hold up, hold up. Calm down, calm down. I'm trying to hook you up, man. I'm on your side, man. You will receive instruction for the drop half an hour before it is to be made. If it is successful, the girl will live. I'm going to get you the money. I'm going to make sure you get the money and we can spend it together, you know, when you get it. Because I, I, I don't even really work for them. It's like, I, I, can't, I can't remember. It's like, you, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, from what I remember, the trailer plays like a drama movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this man's daughter was kidnapped. Oh, there, and then they they show the guy on the phone. We want fifty million dollars, and then the 50 first fifty million. Yeah, the first time you see Chris Tucker, and you're like, oh, this is a comedy. Yeah. Fifty million dollars, uh, just so good. Um, <laughs> Chris Tucker's, and yeah, that's probably one of the most iconic scenes in oh, the yeah. movie too. Him on the phone. Who do you think they got? Chelsea Clinton. Just, <laughs> just so good. Everything, everything about that scene is just, just really, really fun. Uh, good, good scene. Um, um, I asked you earlier, how much ad libbing did he? Oh, do? so much. He did a lot. So right? much. I wrote. I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he he has to have done a lot. Yeah. There, there's so much. Um, the one the one line because you brought it up and then I was thinking about it while you were in the bathroom the fourth or fifth time. I, I don't remember. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the line when when they leave uh, when they leave the jail cell and he's like. He's like, all right, man, thanks. I'm a, next time I'm in here, I'm going to bring your fat ass some cookies. I was like, dude, there's no way that was written they, on paper. It's on too paper. natural. Yeah. Yeah. Written on paper, there's no way that was on there. He just, I'm a, next time I'm going to bring your fat ass some cookies. 
cheeks, and I was like, dang, like, I know Chris Penn's like, uh, like, kind of uh, harsh. <laughs> yeah, because, like, you know, he's a, he's a man, he's older, he's probably been dragged through the mud before, but he's a heavy set guy, and, like, obviously that wasn't on the page, and Chris Tucker's just like, oh, you fat ass. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> Uh, but I could only imagine being on the set, like hearing him say that, and just yeah. fucking dying, laughing, like, like if, I was, if, I was a, if I was if I was if I was a sound yeah. guy, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, uh, just laughing really hard. But uh, how yeah. fun is it to ha- have to hold your laughter in? It's so fun. I love it's that. It's so fun. We should we should do we should do more readings of things. I'm and try, down and try to be like really serious. Oh my god! I have something. I have something that we that we can we can do that with like here yeah. in the room. Yeah. So, uh, after we're done with this, I'll show it to you. Let's do it. Yeah, we can do it. Um, but yeah, uh, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, did you see that that video <laughs> about the the um, the Huckleberry thing? The shirt? No. Wait, what are you talking about? So you know how everybody's like, "I'll be your Huckleberry." Uh-huh. That's not what he says. So. Uh, you know what a pallbearer is? Yeah, he carries your casket. Well, back in the day, caskets the the handles on them they were called huckles. Oh. So the people that carried them they called them huckle bearers. Oh. So he's saying, "I'll be your huckle bearer. I'll take you to your grave." Whoa! Isn't that crazy? My sister sent me a video, and I was like, "Dude, my whole life." Then this what's changed. the pallbearer? They changed it. They changed the names oh. at, at, uh, over time. Yeah, so That's an interesting fact. It is an interesting like fact. Yeah. Um so yeah, after the after the phone call, um they trace the call, they go out to the street, um there's a big explosion mm-hmm. and the chase uh between Jackie and Sang. Um Carter's right behind him. Dude, the the fucking fight with the axe. That yeah. guy that guy is really swinging that oh, axe at yeah. Jackie. I mean, I'm sure it's like foam latex over like right. over wood or something, but He's really it's, going. He's really going it, for it. It's strong enough that it's not bending when he's when yeah he's, yeah when, when he's, he's swinging, swinging it. yeah no yeah. for sure so and it's and it's, either, hitting, it's hitting the walls and shit. And either way, if it hits him, it's gonna hurt. Yeah no for yeah. sure. He's really going for it. Yeah. And then I just I love the fucking when he tosses it and Jackie's got to slip back yeah. and then it almost hits fucking. If he was like one fucking foot further, it would have mm-hmm. just hit him in the chest and he would have been dead. Oh yeah, that's a wrap on Carter. Um yeah that 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 whole scene's really fun. The chase, them falling through the through the little wooden bridge thing and then mm-hmm. they have to roll out of the way of the car uh and then that's where they get the um the detonator that they take to Chris Penn later on that all seems all all really fun oh um when he's chasing when he's chasing saying i wrote this down you take for granted so much like when when chain goes up the fire escape and he or saying sorry when he goes up the fire i watch too much community so i always think chain instead of instead of any other name but um he goes up the fire escape and he pulls the ladder up and Jackie Chan's looking for like a way to to get up and uh he like looks around and there's a ladder a little bit further away but he like runs and kind of like does his weird like push off the wall like he always does to get up mm-hmm. and I'm like dude he just makes it look so easy but yeah. how hard would that be for just anybody to try and do Yeah like it's ridiculous I mean you're you're doing that's like you don't get a redo on that one. Yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. That's and it, and and you have it, to be confident. Yeah, and like you can make that the amount of like uh, exertion that it takes for you to like just hop up one time. If you try, cool. like, even if you almost got it and fell after you, you that was probably like your only one shot yeah. of doing that, like a regular person. Yeah, um, he just makes it look so easy, and he's just a master. Did Jackie Chan invent parkour? He may have. <laughs> I. You know what? 
I wouldn't be surprised. One thing that I, I do want to mention, I probably should have mentioned it during the cast stuff, mm-hmm. is, uh, he, like I said, huge Jackie Chan fan when I was a kid. Um, and Disney used to have these um, monthly magazines called Disney Adventure. Basically, it tells you what new movies or cartoons are coming out and does, like, little exposés on actors and stuff yeah. like that. And it, um, But I had one with Jackie Chan on the cover. There was always a new celebrity on the cover. And one was with Jackie Chan. There's a picture of him, like, up in the air, like kicking out, and then there was lines all over his body, like every bone, and it's like, oh, he broke this, he oh, broke this, shit. he broke this, he broke this, he broke this, like, dude, so many things, and then some of them had multiple times just oh over God. the years of him, dude. His his stunts are insane, man. Yeah. Just so crazy. So we were saying that at the, at the end when uh, he's falling and he lands on the fucking tarp thing, like. Yeah. Jackie Chan at back in the day used to do all his own stunts, oh, yeah. no green screen, no, no anything. So he he was insane, absolutely insane. And uh, yeah, like I said, he he makes most of the things in this movie look so effortless yeah. and when they're extremely hard. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they go see Chris Penn. We kind of already talked about that scene. Uh, just it's really funny, but um, he tells them where to go to the to find Chun Tao to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, before they go in, they had their whole war uh, dancing scene, and we made and we made. Uh, oh, I like that part. We made uh, the reference, the fact that they're supposed to be staking out this restaurant, yeah. and they're parked across the street, but they're like dancing and like blaring music and shit, and it's it's kind of ridiculous. But um, I don't know if we were talking because I was watching the movie while you were in the restroom each time. But I don't know if we were talking, but we told I totally missed the whole I'm no punk bitch. Oh yeah. I'm no punk bitch. <laughs> yeah. uh, all that stuff. Like that that's all that's a classic uh classic scene. Um <laughs> it's it's just really funny, uh the dynamic between Chris Tucker and <laughs> just no soul food. No soul uh, uh, Chinese food, no soul no food, food here. here. <laughs> I didn't ask for no soul food. Dude, just so so good. Um but yeah, that that part's really funny. But yeah, they go they go in right before they go into the restaurant. Um, Chris Tucker gives him his LAPD ID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about it. The picture is just so ridiculous. It's really really funny. Um, it made me laugh. It's not going to work. I'm not six one. <laughs> I'm not six one. Like that's the issue. <laughs> I'm no six one. Oh man. Uh, um, so yeah, all that goes down. They get braided again once all this shit blows up. They're doing the chase again. The fight scene upstairs is good. Also, in the trailer, iconic. Uh, which one of y'all kicked me? Yeah, <laughs> so good. All that stuff's really good. That's when they first start, like, they stop fighting each other, and they yeah. start fighting together. Oh, yeah. You know? And it start, and it, you just start to see their camaraderie and their things working, working together and um, finally becoming, like, real partners, actually. Yeah. Um, and it's... It's it's great. It's it's um, <clears throat> the arcs for both of these characters in the movie because they're so put off by each other for different reasons, and then you start to see them form a bond and form a partnership to come to the same goal. I, I think it's more poignant though for for Carter though because Carter has this thing of not having a partner. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the beginning, if yeah, he yeah. would have been down to help Lee, Lee would have been like, "All right, yeah, like yeah. you 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 know people here. You got info. Yeah, like, yeah." You know, like he wouldn't have been like, no, 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 I don't need your help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 Carter was like, hey, you know what, man, I'm gonna help you, bro. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. In an alternate universe, if this is a serious movie, yeah, they would have been working together from the beginning. No, for sure. And I think you're right. I think uh, 
I think uh, Jackie Chan goes into it, or Lee goes into it with with the intention of wanting to take anybody's help and yeah. wanting to be that. Um, whereas Carter doesn't want to work with anybody, mm-hmm. doesn't want anything. Where Jackie Chan goes in like that, I think at a certain point, because he says it to him, you don't care about anybody but but yourself. So at that point, he kind of doesn't want Carter's help because yeah. he knows this guy's just going to waste my yeah. time and it's his job to keep me out of it and everything. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, in the in the restaurant, that's when they're both like, yeah. oh, we both got stake in this. We both care. We both want this shit to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, after that... Uh, they're going to send Lee back to Hong Kong because they kind of bought, they're doing, they're about to do the drop off and uh, they kind of botched it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> fucking Chris Tucker's got to do his thing to get Lee back and to try to save the day. Uh, I love the phone call to Johnson too. Just fucking, he's, he's being really sincere. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he really wants to help the girl now. He really cares about, he could tell Lee cares about the girl yeah. and how important it is. And he's being really sincere, and he, uh, you know, Johnson doesn't really want anything to do with him. You know, he made the uh, the rumor about sleeping with her at the Christmas party and all that stuff. Um, but he's being really <laughs> Sorry, sincere. I don't to laugh. And, and no, it's fucking funny. And he's being really sincere, and she, he convinces her to help him out, and which you know, obviously, he needed the help. But then he ends it with, "What color pen has you got?" <laughs> She hangs up. Can't on, resist. Oh, you cannot resist. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah, that part's funny. I don't know why I keep thinking. Every, you know, watching it earlier and even before, I always think Rosie Perez. I could see Rosie Perez in that role why. for sure. Yeah, I could see her in that role for sure. Um, yeah, it could have easily been Rosie Perez. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know what. I don't really see Chris Tucker hitting on Rosie Perez like that. Mm-mm. Like maybe hitting at her, you know, talking to her a little bit, but not like being so adamant about it. You know, I, I don't see it. Oh yeah, and then pretty much we go to the the showdown. Yeah, big big showdown. We find out we already know who John Tao is, and uh, they're at the they're at the uh, Chinese Expo with all the art and everything. Um, one question I had is, why the fuck would they have Sang working as a waiter there? You don't think at any point somebody saw him, like Jackie Chan knows what he looks like? Yeah. Obviously, they think he knows that he's going back to Hong Kong already, but still, like... What's the point? Yeah. He could have been anywhere doing anything yeah. uh, in the background and then showed up, you know? Like, it just seems very... Like, you're just asking to get caught, kind yeah. of. Um, somebody to f- figure you out. But, yeah. Uh, they both arrive there, um, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, and then and and Johnson as well. <clears throat> and uh, I love uh, fucking um, Chris Tucker, how he gets everybody out of the building. There's a bomb in the building, blah blah, which he does that in Money Talks as well, yeah, in the phone booth. But he's like, Did you just hear what I said? Get the hell out of here! <laughs> then they're all running, titty, 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 get them titties out of here, <laughs> dude. <laughs> super funny too hey there's a bomb in fifth element too there is something about chris tucker and bombs just <laughs> bomb type situations I, that's probably what now i'm trying to think what's my favorite bomb situation with chris tucker in it i'm gonna say fifth element no 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 because if it was a bomb all the alarms would be going off because all these places got alarm systems right 
It's all good, yeah. Um, yeah, so bomb situations with Chris Tucker. Just yeah. kind of, if you, it pretty much, if you have a bomb, you want him and there. Chris Tucker, you got a you got a fucking blockbuster hit yeah. on your hands. Um, throwing Jackie Chan, even even, even better. better, even better. Um, but yeah, that 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 scene's really good. Uh, obviously, things go off the rails. Chantal tells everybody to shoot everybody. There's mm-hmm. a big shootout. Uh, we were laughing because. Jackie Chan loves his country so much, and his and their it's history. He's oh, trying man. to save all the all the fucking priceless artifacts. And I was like, dude, I would never ever if if I was fighting somebody and they're like, I'm gonna burn the Declaration. <laughs> I would be like, all right, I don't care at all. I'm not getting kicked on the floor by two different people and he's holding up a fucking boss. full power <laughs> yeah. kick to the gut. Just uh, 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 holding, trying to. I mean, it plays good. For like the martial arts comedy thing, oh, yeah. but it's just like, dude, yeah, yeah. But it does say something about his character too. He just very values his country's culture and its history and everything like that. Um, also, China wouldn't let him hear it if his character allowed. Oh yeah, you know, some pressure sure, art sure, to yeah, be yeah. destroyed. Um, and then yeah, he gets up and was walking away from the fight, and then it just gets <laughs> shot and blown up, like fucking falls to pieces anyway. Uh, so that's all that stuff's really good. Um, Obviously, uh, once Carter finds Sue Young, brings her inside, the whole push the button, push the goddamn oh, yeah. button stuff. Push that's, the button. That stuff's really good. Uh, the little girl's really, really good in that scene mm-hmm. too. Um, even, even Carter, even Carter, when he goes to save her, um, obviously he has this this uh, rapport and this this like attitude the whole movie. Mm-hmm. But when he's in the presence of Sue Young, you could tell like. Oh, he's just like actually a really good dude, and like he cares about kids and everything. Like, yeah. he's not going to be like, "Hey, little bitch, blah blah," mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Like, he's like really sweet with her and everything. And it just it it. I think it just sh- showcases his his personality and yeah. like his character a little That's bit. That's his so- his uh, soft spot. Yeah. Obviously, we already know that fucking he goes to church every Sunday and all shit like that. But True. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, all that stuff's really good with the bomb. And then uh, Jackie Chan the whole time is chasing Juntao up to Tom Wilkinson up to uh, the um, top of the building where... Classic getaway. Oh, dude. Classic bad building guy getaway. getaway. Call a helicopter. Meet get to the top of the building. Get the hell out of there. Uh, classic Jackie, too. Climbing up something mm-hmm. really, really high where you're almost definitely going to fall off of... Uh, it's just it's classic Jackie. So much classic Jackie in this movie. That just reminded me of a scene of Game of Game of Death. I almost said Game of Thrones. Game of Death. Bruce Lee's Game of Death. Okay. Where he does chase the villain all the way to, to the, the top, top of yeah. this big ass building. Yeah. And then uh, they're fighting, and then I think he kicks the guy off, or he falls off, and then as he falls off, he hits like all those all these big lights, like these yeah, big yeah, yeah. light like fixtures. Mm-hmm. And he hits all of them on the way down. And yeah, he's yeah. being electrocuted as he's falling to his death. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. In my head, I just thought of when I mean, they're, they're, falling. You they're, know, pi- they're piggybacking. They got to. Yeah, it's taking a little bit. If it, wor- if it works, yeah. Why fix it? Yeah. So yeah, uh, Juntao accidentally falls over the side after all the money uh, falls out, and Chris Tucker's grabbing some, putting it in his shirt. Juntao uh, falls to his death, um, like a lot of villains. Yeah. And then, uh, dude, Jackie Chan's holding on to that, that beam. Oh, and man, hand sweat. He's so high up, 
And obviously you got Chris Tucker doing his thing like, oh, don't worry, I'll be right back. I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> yeah. An hour? <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. And then do at like he's already pulling the tarp, but Jackie Chan falls, so he's gotta yeah. run even further. And dude, that stunt's just so gnarly, just falling, hitting the tarp, rolling off and everything. Fuck that shit. Um I love to oh thank you, thank you. And he gives him a kiss and he's like, Get the hell off of here. What are you doing? I'm just being polite. <laughs> uh all that stuff's really fun, really good. And uh yeah, and then the movie kind of just wraps up after Wait, that one. Hold on, you forgot the part well, we everyone loves that scene, but you forgot the scene when he kills Sang. Oh yeah. Which is one of the greatest usually clapbacks are like right like after one another, you know. Wipe yourself off. You're bleeding. Yeah. But this one is like from the from that part all the way to the end of yeah. the movie. Wipe yourself off, man. You did. You did. Just so good. <laughs> really so good. good. Um, yeah. Put your gun down. Fight like a man. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, I'm going to kick, kick your ass. ass. <laughs> uh, so good. Um, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. I would have I been pissed if we forgot about that part. Also, the, the agent, like we also said... That guy had a gun on him. That oh yeah, he, yeah. He, he never fired. That. Yeah, and Sang's not looking at yeah, him he at all. Blew him away. He could have been scared that like oh, because you know he was shot. Like if he's like, yeah. then that guy's just gonna unload on him or ah, something. True. Yeah, but you're right. It, it, I'm pretty sure he could have done it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So after everything's all wrapped up, then uh, we get Carter leaving to uh, China. Carter leaving to China, and then the agents come. They're like, oh gonna be an fbi badge waiting for you and then what do you what do you think would you would you not take the fbi badge and just be like oh i'm lapd blah blah listen it's funny that he does that yeah but i, I would come back and reach out to other fbi yeah, agents yeah i think uh i think it'd be stupid of him to yeah, to, to, to not take yeah. it. yeah yeah he felt dumb because the way they were treating him yeah but like that's all that's like i i don't know those you know law enforcement but i imagine that shit's true in the movies that we see that they don't fuck with each other yeah kind of you know like they're like oh these guys are below but i'm in charge not anymore exactly yeah Yeah. like i could see why they'd be that way yeah um and you know he took it personally but Mm. it's like they didn't mean it that way they're just like dude like i'm fbi you're a fucking local cop they were assholes they were but that dude was pretty racist yeah but what did he say i don't need some chunking cop i was like (laughs) jesus christ uh but yeah um yeah uh he he gives him the fucking the bird pretty much gets on the plane he's with jackie and i had to ask you because i don't remember really i was like does rush hour two start right after this like they're on the same trip and yes it does Mm -hmm. apparently um yeah and then uh, yeah the movie kind of just ends they're homies they're gonna go to china and fucking what Chris Tucker thinks is going to be a vacation doesn't turn out that way. I, I need to watch Rush Hour 2 again. It's oh, on Netflix, man. so I'll probably it's watch so it tonight. Fucking Something funny. like that. But, um, yeah, and then when the movie closes, we get great bloopers. the bloopers. Great bloopers. Some of the best bloopers um, that I've ever seen. Is that the cheese one? No, I think I think two? that one's part two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, didn't, I didn't see that this time around. <laughs> that one's really funny. But, yeah, uh, th- to be honest with you, the thing that I remember the most, I think I told you, that I remember the most from Rush Hour 2 mm-hmm. is one of the bloopers where somebody falls out of a building window and then uh, 
in this one, Chris Tucker says to about John Talley, he's like, "Woo, you know he's dead." Oh, and in the second one, and one of the bloopers, he's like, "Woo, you know he ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 3. Yeah, like, and I use that line all the time. Like, if somebody dies in a, in a movie, all gnarly. Like, I'll just say, like, yeah, out of out of nowhere. But um, yeah, I just, that's pretty much all I re- that. And then I remember the scene where he's like, "Show me your badge," and she flashes in, like, "Show me again." I can get a good look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that I don't even remember the plot. I don't remember anything. So it'll be it'll be nice to revisit. Oh, man, I can't I think. wait. It'll it'll be nice. That to revisit. movie is too fucking funny, man. <laughs> it's it's insane. Don right. Cheadle's in it. Yeah, no, I know Don Cheadle's like, in it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. This one's this one's a weird one because obviously it has two sequels. Um, yeah. let's say it's, it's been a while, 2007, it's been over, it's been like almost 15 years since the last one came out. So the franchise is obviously Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan are still kicking. They're still out there, mm-hmm. but the franchise itself is gone quiet, mm-hmm. which I think it's for the best. I never saw rush hour three. You said it wasn't great. No. Um, so let's say we're producers in Hollywood and we get our hands on the rights to rush hour. What are you doing with it? I would like to say give it a proper part three, like a proper funny part three. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to go. I'd like to see Carter and Lee before they meet. Like, or, oh, no, no. They're parents. They're dads. <laughs> and somehow they met, yeah. at, like, back in the day. Like, briefly. And they, and they just never, yeah, they, no, they never knew. Yeah. Well, because they both die, so yeah, 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 yeah. they don't tell anybody about yeah, yeah, yeah. that they met each other. So these guys have no clue that they met. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would uh, trying to think. I'm not a huge fan of remakes. I always think that the better remakes are movies that are usually that usually didn't make a lot of money and weren't really popular when they came out. Mm. Um, so I don't know that I would remake this. I, I think you can do, like I said, you can't really make this movie and make it good the way that this was because the culture just yeah, changed so much. Yeah. Um, but something like I don't know, uh, prequel would be fun. Another sequel, I feel like we don't need with the two of them. Mm-mm. Maybe like a like a reboot, like a TV show, like kind of they did like a Lethal Weapon TV show. Mm-hmm. If you did a TV show. And you, just, and you just got like the right cast. Maybe that would be fun for like a season so hard, or two. Man. Yeah, it's, it's dude. Like I said, lightning in a bottle. Yeah, the chemistry between these two characters, these two actors. Um, it it yeah, it's really hard. So this one, I'm gonna go down and say I probably wouldn't even touch it any okay. any which way. But uh, yeah, that's Rush Hour, everybody. Um, it's a great, great, fun, fun movie. Um, other than that, I think. Uh, I got, you got one anything thing. else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to give my buddy Fidel a shout out to his podcast. It's called Beta Max Unlimited. I'm I'm guessing that's what the, the letters stand for. U L T D. Yeah. It's on Spotify. Uh their website is betamaxultd.weebly.com and they're on Instagram. Same name Betamax U T L D. He gave us a shout out on on his podcast. Really? Yeah. Okay, great. And it's yeah. all about movies. Um, oh nice but they do like a lot of new movies yeah and, like more current movies awesome yeah guys go go so. listen to betamax unlimited on spotify and follow them on on instagram mm-hmm. um thank you to everybody over at betamax for giving us a shout out yeah. and um uh, 
mentioning us. We always like to help each other out around here. Um, you can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram at PlayItAgainMan underscore pod. Tell your friends, tell your family. If you love movies, this is a place for them. And we will see you at the movies next week, man. Later.